Hey guys. Hey guys. We just went electric. And we're gonna get booed off the stage. Man, you know what? Progress. They're always fighting it. They don't even know. You know, like, uh, what's his name? Pete Seeger is like, if I had an axe, I'd cut the cable. Pete Seeger, man, a guy who really knew how to... He was born in Greenwich Village. Parents were big communists. World War I. Yeah. yeah, before communism was cool. Before communism, before communism like, ruled the world. Yeah. You ever heard that song, Woman is Pete Seeger of the World? We've talked about it a lot. But I wonder how come... But I wonder, I wonder how come there was never a, a Pete Seeger is the woman of the world. Never even thought of it. When you say woman is the Pete Seeger of the world, it's sort of like an empathetic thing towards the woman. But if you say Pete Seeger is the woman of the world, it's like, bitch. That's true. It's like insulting. And that just goes to prove that woman is the Pete Seeger of the world. Very, very yeah. smart, very smart. Hey, remember uh, last time we were talking all about the uh, Slumgullion Wars yes. and how one day the world will be like a big trough where everybody comes to put food in and take what you need. Everybody can eat and it's free and everything is free. Here's Bernie Sanders. He was woke like 30 years ago. Yeah, he's like the grandfather of woke. Listen to what he had to say. Rip Van Woken. 35 fucking years ago. Definitely. You know, it's funny. Sometimes American journalists talk about how bad a country is because people are lining up for food. That's a good thing. In other countries, people don't line up for food. The rich get the food and the poor starve to death. Really? Dude. I mean, that not just so intense and heavy. Yeah. Totally flips it around because everyone's always like, oh, look, in Venezuela, you've got to line up for food. Right. You've got to line up for food in Cuba. Yeah, and maybe you get some food. Oh, look, in Venezuela. Get some food. In Venezuela. Not so intense and heavy. Venezuela. Line up for Venezuela. You've got to line up for food in Cuba. Venezuela. Food in Cuba. Venezuela. In North Korea, you've got to line up for toilet paper. In North Korea, you've got to line up for toilet paper. For your dinner, if it's like this bad right. thing, oh, to wait in line for food. Who can wait in line? In Venezuela, I don't want to wait. wait in line. Oh, oh no, not wait. Oh no, nothing's worse than waiting. In Cuba, I'm a bad American. I want my American. Me, my food. I want to open my American mouth. Bring it. I'm a bad American. I want my my food. I want to open my American mouth. Bring it. I'm a bad American. I want my bad American. I want to open my American mouth. Bring it. I'm a bad American. I want my American. Me, my food. I want to open my American mouth. Bring it. Give me my food. I want my food in my mouth. Right. Now, bring it. People shove food in my mouth. Right now, and I want my food. Ah, steak, you know, opens up his mouth. House calls for the Slumgullion, you know, maybe. Well, if you're sick, like my friend Scott, if you can't walk to the Slumgullion trough. Oh, right. His feet are so messed up. He has like so many problems. But his back hurts. But listen, let's. can we just listen to this thing again? Because I just yeah, love listening to Bernie say this. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Sometimes American journalists talk about how bad a country is because people are lining up for food. That's a good thing. In other countries, people don't line up for food. The rich get the food and the poor starve to death. The rich get the food yes, and the poor, and the poor starve, starve to, to death. death. If you, I mean, you have to be rich to afford food yes. in other countries. Yes, including ours. You're either lining up yes, or if you're lining you have up, to be a rich person. Okay, everybody, yes, there's a line. But at least everyone is getting the food. In other countries where you have to go buy food, yeah, it seems like everybody's just going in and getting what they want or what they need. Mm -hmm. But what about the people who don't have any money? What about They're them? They're starving to 
death. They are starving to death. As as Bernie and, and you see, death. look overweight even, but they don't. It's they're not. They can't afford good, good nutrients. Their um, their star- bodies are starving. Their bodies are starving. To their death. souls are sold. Their bodies are starving. Their souls are souls are. Their bodies are starving. Yeah. Their souls yeah, are and, starving. And, and the, that's a whole segment of society. So yeah, that's. Now, well, Bernie has a shot, I guess, at being a well, I mean, president. Look, whoever gets, I mean, he's uh, maybe getting the, the nomination, nomination is going to win. Uh, well, of course, you know, and you know who else it could be? It could be our mayor, Mayor oh, de, Blasio. de Blasio. Yes, but there was this dude the other night on TV. I have to show you this this douchebag. Like he's like really, I don't know, just kind of an insulting. Um, Seth Baron, is there a reservoir of support for this guy anywhere? Well, not in New York City. Who the fuck is this? I like this guy's snarky, wise ass. <laughs> Just like, right out of the gate. Well, um, um, well, not in New York City. But as he's pointed out, uh, he's more, you know, many people outside the city are more impressed by him than they are here. I, I mean, I love uh, de Blasio. It's an impressive job. The point is, he hasn't done an impressive job. Well, he in the job, he has not Give done a, a very impressive job. Yes. Uh, well, he's been very racially divisive. Oh, racially has... divisive. shit. <laughs> is this on Fox News? Yeah, of course. Okay, so f- some some shithead, uh-huh. some fucking like uh-huh. piece of shit yeah. goes on Fox News yeah, of course. and says that De Blasio yeah. is racially racially, racially divisive. divisive. Oh, he's like, okay. Because all these race problems we're having. Oh yeah, that's all because of yeah, De Blasio. Like the cops are shooting black men and stuff. That's De Blasio's well, fault. Well, this is like in the New York Post. I don't know if you saw this article this weekend, but de Blasio's school's chancellor, who's a wonderful Latinx man. Yeah, yeah, Caravanza. Yeah, Caravanza. Caravanza. Anyway, now all these pieces of shit, white privilege, educrats uh-huh. are really mad. They find themselves somehow hmm, treated equally all oh, of a sudden. Oh, all hmm. of a sudden being treated equally mm-hmm. seems like oppression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what right, so he has this whole program to abolish white supremacy and toxic yes. whiteness from the Department of Education, which is obviously the number one problem in the Department of Education. I mean, what could be higher than that? It is a segregated system. It's a white supremacist system. They basically have these like white teachers going around teaching like kids how to like beat total fucking Nazis. But I thought it was really interesting. He says something about that. I, th- I think he says something about schools in New York City. His approach to the schools has been that the problem is that the schools are segregated. Now, of course, this is not true. And the schools are only 15% white. Oh, not uh, enough. Oh, not white enough for you, so, Mr. Yeah, Fox only News piece of shit. He said, you fucking he said fat that. faggot. Fuck you. Why? It's Fox, so what do you expect? It's basically a white supremacist porn. Yeah. So all these, Carranza these, yeah. points out, as you said, the white supremacy, when it's like, you know, deeply in, uh, you know, a system, it, 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 it involves things like meritocracy. Right. You know, which... Is meritocracy, most people don't know, is very white supremacist. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Protestant work ethic? Right. Are you crazy? Yeah, because there's a lot of people yes. who aren't Protestant. Support. Hello. Yeah. And they don't like the Protestant work ethic, which is, I work all day, and then I get my money, and then I save my money. Yeah, and then I keep so, money. Yeah, and just like diligence, hard work. Oh, you've got to be on time, mm. Thaddeus. You were two hours late for school today, Thaddeus. Mm-hmm. You are in trouble today, oh, yes. Thaddeus. So you go and do something a hundred times. Oh, sure, sure, sure. That'll make it better for us. Yeah, I mean, what they have to understand is the whole principle that so-called Western so-called civilization has been built on, this whole idea that like, Oh, work hard, be diligent, yeah. show up on time, um, get rewarded if you do a good job. Yeah, that's inspiring. Bullshit. Yeah. We need to undo. There are other ways of being. Another the, world is possible. That's what we just have to, have to keep chanting to ourselves. They have a, a saying. Another world is possible. Another world is possible.
Another world is possible. They have a saying, Vi alegre. That means live happy. Oh. Vi alegre. Yeah. Vi alegre. And it, it's, yeah, live happy and work happy. And it's something you can sing, and it's something that you can, and if you want to, you know, maybe work should start right on time. Maybe it's better if some people show up at this time, some people show up later. You know, in Europe, yeah, they, they show up for 30 minutes, and they take a four-hour nap, and then, yeah. they, and then they work, like, for maybe an hour and a half in the afternoon while they eat their lunch. Yeah. And, and that's it. Things work out really well. And, yeah, they all do great. Look at, at, like, Africa. They just have a totally different way of doing it. Yeah. I mean, and their you know, population is growing faster than anybody's. So they're apparently they're killing it. They're doing great. Their population's growing, and and really, you know, they've got more people than they even know what they to do. They have with. so many people that there's people who don't have any work to do because all the work is already taken care of, so they can just chill well, out. Well, and and then they have all these engineers and doctors who are trying to leave from Libya to get up to you know Italy. Yeah, and uh, go. You know, so they can practice medicine, I guess, there. Yeah, and help out. I guess that's a new plan. The world's crawling with them. The world's going to be just crawling with Africans. Great. Like, an, it's an infestation. That's a worldwide. Good. Well, yeah, of course it's good. That's wonderful. Because that's where all life comes from anyway. That's where our best president came from. That's where it's the cradle of civilization. That's where everybody good comes from. Yes, <laughs> Africa. That's right. Yeah. What good comes from any other country? You can't name anything because there isn't anything. It's true. And what has been built? By a white person that has lasted, you know, for centuries. As long as Africa. As long as Africa. As long as the the pyramids. Say. Nothing. The pyramids, you know. Nothing. That was built by Egyptians who, I know they were they were using slaves. Yeah. But Passover, you know, God took, he took care of them, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you believe. Are you aware of the story of Passover and that it's basically this like whole Zionist apocalypse? Well, yeah. Apocalypse? I mean, I guess it is kind of bloody. That, that's like the whole thing is like. All the Jewish holidays are about killing people, very similar to the Zionist expropriation of land. Damn, you gave me this lollipop, and I'm just feeling it. You're a little sugar, and it really sets you off. It really on a, does. A, but I'm just hyped up, man. I mean, people sometimes say to me, I don't know if you're a madman or a genius, and I say, why not both? Huh. Like one time I was painting pictures with my French fries and my ketchup, and I was like, oh, and I was just like really getting totally creative and going crazy and painting pictures with my ketchup all over the place. And this girl I was with, she was like, I don't know if you're crazy or a genius. And I was like, maybe I'm both. Well, I mean, if you paint with your fries and your ketchup, I'd say you have to be a little of both. Yeah. Depending on the quality of the art. Oh, it was really good. Yeah. It was really good. Well, these days. It was like Picasso plus it was really good. It had a bit of the Cezanne to it. Cezanne liked to paint those fat women a lot, though. You know what I mean? It was always like a fat woman holding a lute. Yeah. Oh, I meant Matisse. Oh, right, Matisse. It's but Cezanne's really blobs cool, Blobs of colors, you know? Yeah, right? yeah. Matisse. Cezanne would paint those ladies in, like, Tahiti. No, no, that was Gauguin. That was Gauguin. Yeah, yes. Tahitian horrors. I really love all of the... I lo I'm a huge expert on art. I watch... Here, here's what I know about art. Yeah. You know... The guy who Leonard Nimoy. Yes, he did some very interesting photographs, and and he did a, a thing oh. where he was he played Vincent Theo, Van Gogh's yeah. brother, oh. all about. See, you know, his brother is a classic example, I think, of how the mental health system is letting Americans down. Right, Van Gogh was one of the first Americans, probably, yeah. that the American healthcare system totally just, he just fell like, through the cracks. Yeah. and so then you know, like, oh, he cut off his own ear. He needed help. He needed help, and and all that art that he created. 
should have never had the opportunity to be created if he would have had the proper health care. Yeah, but then we... See, this is a problem that I have a lot, which is people are like, hey, maybe you should go on some kind of antidepressants or some kind of medicine. And I'm like, look, I may be crazy, but at least it's my craziness. And that's where a lot of my creativity comes from. Like, would I be painting these amazing paintings with my ketchup if I had been on Thorazine or Remeron or Trazodone or 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 Trazodone or 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 or, or, or Depakote uh, or, or, or Lithium or Librium or Rontin or um, well, there's a whole bunch of Lacrimin. Lacrimin. Yeah, there's a whole bunch that they wanted to give me. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of uh, So, uh, I want to talk about some of these uh, de- Democratic candidates. Yeah. Here's something that Kamala Harris said. Mm. She said, let me just be very clear about this, because they asked, would you support health care for illegal... Uh, I mean, I can't believe I just said what illegal. How could you say that, man? <laughs> no human being is a... Ningun ser humano es illegal. Hey, I know, I know, I know. What is the term that we're supposed to use? Undocumented. Undocumented. An undocumented, soon to be documented when she's in charge, because yeah. she says, let me just be very clear about this. Ningun ser humano es illegal. I am opposed to any policy that would deny in our country any human being from access to public safety, public education, or public health, period. Oh, it's illegal. Do we currently have in our country, do we currently have any policy which denies any human being from access to public safety, public education, or public health? Yeah, everybody. Oh, it's illegal. Really? Yes, because as Bernie pointed out, Having access to health. That's a good thing. Great. But can you afford it? Access is nothing. Access means nothing. Well, that's all she says is access, yeah, know. you know. So, no, but so that's okay. I think yeah. I think that well, she's all, being they're little all, they're all being like this. They're all being coy and little saying, tricky. Little tricky. Yeah, I felt that way too. I she's felt, a cop. She's a cop. She's a cop. Sorry, Kamala For Harris, cops. a police officer. She's, she's a, a prosecutor. Cat. She's a she's not to be trusted. <laughs> so then Bernie Sanders, we said, uh, no, I think everybody he... needs to have full health care, and I believe in Medicare for all. But first, you got to spread your tushy, <laughs> spread your butt cheeks. That's right. Remember that? Yeah, I, he, he was a I bad guy. That? He was kind of a bad guy. He said it very loud too. He demanded it. What do you think about Bernie? Because I was pro-Bernie in 16. Now it seems like he was actually, like, having these Bernie bro parties. From what I gather, that on the 2016 campaign, like, any woman who worked for the campaign, it was expected that they would have to spread their butt cheeks for any Bernie bro who wanted them to. Okay, now, I have mixed feelings about that, you know what I mean? Like, it's wrong. But, I mean, Bernie is... Not directly responsible for that. No, no, no. He is directly responsible for it. How is he? Because he set the tone. He's the one he would like. He'd start early. Spread your butt cheeks. Spread your butt cheeks. Spread your butt cheeks. Spread your butt cheeks. This is like when your friend has stolen all of your like candy and you're like like yeah well and he's like then blames you for stealing some of his candy and he's going like hey how did you get that candy to begin with and he's doing some kind of investigation where you got your candy money yeah, and then you get like all confused and you're like whoa 
So and then, Bernie, like you, like you start to cry and stuff. Yeah, and then Jerry Nadler starts to demand fucking people come appear before him and stuff, or he's gonna. Jerry Nadler is like, like punching you and stepping on your shoes and stuff. Jerry Nadler is like basically on his shoulder, running around in a circle like Curly on the floor. Yes. You know, he's like a top. Yes. He's like Curly when Curly hears Pop Goes the Weasel and just freaks out and, she, and starts throwing weird haymakers that yeah, knock yeah, people yeah. out. As I understand it, is what he said, Bernie Sanders. Well, I understand it. What the FBI did is they had reason to believe that there was collusion and they investigated that collusion. Well, I don't think that's... Uh, I didn't think that's far off at all. I think very reasonable. So what exactly is the problem? Never mind. No, nothing. John Brennan, all these voices of reason. Yes. All these trusted these American. These are American heroes. Voices that have worked in law enforcement. They've worked in intelligence. They he is the real American. Yeah. He says they may be trying to dissect the language that was in the FISA application. That's probably what they're doing. They're trying to niggle and and check and and trying to like parse the language down exactly until they can find well this looks like it was look yeah. that's the way language is you can always find he said i it went through a rigorous due process within the department of justice and yes. we talk about the FISA application yes. that's the way it works it went the FBI. through a rigorous due process that shit was rigorous he said it was approved by a firm by a, by a FISA court and yep. it went through all these steps. Yeah, and I think um, they had this group, Fusion GPS, look it over, and they were like, "Yeah, looks good." Yeah, they, they mean they have this, you know, company. They do research of some yes. sort, opposition research. It's obviously it worked with the Clinton campaign. It worked with the State Department. It worked with the Clinton Foundation. Yeah, it worked with the FBI. It worked with the CIA. It's they good enough this... for every intelligence agency, yes. every governmental organization, and the Clintons. It's good enough for me. And they basically, you know, what all of this business with Barr, it's like. No, 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 no. We're doing the investigation. You don't get to just jump in and start, oh, we're going to do one, too. We're going to do one, too. Yeah, no, you're not. What? No. no, you're not. It's like, okay, you know when you're in kindergarten and, like, the teacher's teaching and then you're like, well, I want to be the teacher. And the teacher's like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what it's like. And then you get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And that's what happens. Needs to happen to Bar. He needs to get. He needs to go sit in the corner. He needs to hold a nick against the wall with his nose. It's like when you're playing basketball, and then some like really athletic kid grabs the ball away from you, and then like just runs down the to the other end of the of the, of the court and yeah. just stuffs it. Spread your cheeks. Spread your cheeks. Spread your cheeks. I want a butter and bread them. Spread your cheeks. Spread your cheeks. I want a butter and bread them. Spread your cheeks. Spread spread spread. What's going on right now? Bar is trying to uh, start some kind of weird intergovernment inquisition. Oh, let's try to poke around and find some. This is the ultimate in white splaining and what about it? Find anything, 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 so that we can justify all this, you know, Russia connection and influence, which everybody knows at this point. Vladimir Putin won the election for Trump. It's all about Russia. So rude. <laughs> yeah, of course. And it's, yeah, it's exactly what's going on. Sometimes I feel like being a Democrat, it's like being a woman, you know, and that we get in touch with our feminine side because the women are in charge in our party. Thank you. We know how to run things. Thank you, anti-Maxine. Let the women do it. We let them oh, come yes, in and call the, the shots. Smarter. Oh, yes. The women are smarter. That's right. The women are smarter. Oh, yes. The women are smarter. Even though they are the, the women are seekers of the world. Women are seekers. The women are smarter than the men. Except 
They're the Seegers. Oh, bro, they, I mean, that's the thing. Even though they're smarter, yeah. they still get that kind of rap. It's true. I just we make them we make, make them face, them, and, face dance. and dance. If they won't be our slave, we say that they don't love. Like being a woman, it's you know. True. Make them face and dance. If they won't be our slave, we say that they don't love. Spread your cheeks now, spread them. I want to butter and bread them. Spread your cheeks now, spread them. They don't, they don't, they don't love. If they won't be our slave, they don't, they don't, they don't love. If they won't be our slave, spread them. Yes. The women are here. Oh, yes. The women are here. They won't be our slaves. Now, I will say, you know, sexual slavery, I mean, it would be a pretty fun thing. You know what I mean? If you, were, be, the, if you, if you were the master oh, oh, and I, you had a couple of female sexual slaves. Hey, you know what? I wouldn't mind being the sexual slave if someone was interested in ordering me around. I haven't found anybody who's willing to do that yet. <sighs> you know what? It's Sometimes it's harder to find a master than it it's is to find totally a slave. It's totally hard. Oh, it's all we are is a bunch of slaves seeking masters, seeking slaves, and the whole time love is love is love. And you may be right next to that person at any given time. One time I used to like sort of just put my tushy out the window and like I kind of hoped someone would like come and like do something to it. And I was just crying. Just, just something. Like, You'd be crying because nobody would come yeah. and do anything to it. That's a shame. It'd be nice if some, like, maybe if a fox would have, like, jumped up <laughs> and just, like, put this, his nose right in your body. This bottom. guy threw an egg at me, and he was saying, how much is that tushy in the window? <laughs> oh, really? And he just, and I was just crying and crying. <laughs> nobody wants to fuck my tushy. It's for free. <laughs> it's for free. That's how much it is. It was so sad. That yeah. was years ago. Right. And then, hey, man. That's before I got woke. Was that before or after uh, Barry woke. with the best blowjobs? Hey, man. I mean, you know, that guy taught you a lot. He did. About being gay, uh, gay and queer. That, you think that was Obama? I could have been. I kind of think so. Well, sometimes I think that, like, so. we get overly sexualized when we start getting excited about Obama's, you know, <laughs> body and his I know, voice. I you do. know, I get those chills down my thighs. Get a little too wet. Sometimes pussy gets wet. <laughs> Gotta have them ribs. Ribs. Pussy too. Pussy too. Alyssa Milano. <laughs> she says, no, I can't. I, I, I'm trying to. We're having fun. So I hate to bring up, a, you know, something like this. But a woman's right to choose and a woman's dominion yes. over her body and her ownership of her body is being yes. threatened really badly. And Heavily. I'm so, I, I tell you something, I'm just horrified when I see this because I feel like we're going back to the Middle Ages. We're going back to earlier than that. We're going back to the damn Dark Ages, bro. Like, we're going back to when we were in, like invertebrates. Bro. Early vertebrates, like crawling out of the ocean. She says this, our reproductive rights are being erased. True. And until women have legal control over our own bodies, we just cannot risk pregnancy. Join me by not having sex until we get bodily autonomy back. I'm calling for a sex strike. Pass it on. I'm with Alyssa Milano. Yes. I stand with her, and I'm going on strike with her. I'm not going to have sex with anyone. You. Until we get, yes. Whoa. I'm going to not have sex with anybody. Well, how about with, like, guys? Nobody. How about 
<laughs> guys, nobody. Well, then there's no chance of anybody getting pregnant. Well, I guess. Well, there could be, actually. That's I mean, actually kind of like very trans, uh, trans erasive of me. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's very sexually normative. So, are you with me? Are you going to swear off sex? I'm not going to have sex, yeah. I mean, it, it's not like. And this, that includes sticking your tushy out the window. <laughs> that, that was years ago. You can't do it now, that's for that sure. That was years ago in a moment of total weakness. Yeah, loneliness. But, um, loneliness, yeah. Yeah, that's hard. But uh, no, I'm totally down with Alyssa Milano. I saw some dumb bitch on, on Twitter who's like, huh, well, if you really need to, um, if the only way, if you're fucking a guy and the only way you can get him to listen to you is to tell him you won't fuck him anymore, well, then you're in trouble. That's like bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody knows that's all guys are. It's just dumb fuck machines. You know, most guys, the kind of guys who are who need to be convinced on on oh, a woman's right to right. choose. Oh, gee, that's a real tough one. Yeah, they're real mm. simple. They, they think a little. That's a real head scratcher. Yeah. Mm. Woman's Dude, right wait, to choose. Wait, wait, you know wait. wait, wait you mean great. taking the sex away? Then okay, what? fine. I don't care. Yeah, Get yeah, an yeah. abortion. That's how they think. Well, the thing is, I, I like these people who are saying like, okay. Oh, so abortion is murder. Well, in that case, masturbation, a guy masturbating, is genocide. And your mother is an accessory to that crime by absorbing all that semen into her body. Oh, shit. If you give birth to... Look, it's nothing but constant killing that we do. That's the way it is. An abortion, we're talking about masturbation, genocide, whether you're wiping it off your stomach or you're sucking out of a woman's womb... What's the fucking difference? Yeah. People true. grow the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I was reading about all this, like, cuck porn and, like, these cucks, and they really like to, like, suck out, like, the semen. It's like, well, how is that not really oh, bad? I don't know. I mean, love, really? Isn't it just love? I guess you're right. I don't know why I'm using this kind of, like, like a, a, ban- a, a, like a, a banner day. Because you know what? I mean, like, I got to see my woman really... Get loved right. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. No, I, I mean, it, well, in this situation we're outlining with the with the lucky guy, in this scenario that we're describing. Oh, so it didn't happen. I'm not actually. She's she's with Alyssa Milano too. She's not having sex with anybody. Good. It's really kind of a relief. Yeah. Because they've been doing some construction outside our apartment. Oh. And these guys are getting pretty aggressive. Hmm. And they're getting, they see, because she's, you know. Wasn't she letting them come in to shower well, during they, the day and stuff? She, that one time, and she'll bring, you know, refreshments to them and stuff like that. And maybe sometimes when she, you know, she's just not really thinking. She'll go out and, like, not have a bra on or and some really short shorts, sometimes just a pair of panties. Will she have her shirt on? Sometimes no top, yes. Oh, my God. Well. You got to respect it. You know, in her case, I think that she doesn't really, she's not fully aware of the message that it's sending to some of these guys who, you know, they may take kind of an availability cue from that, which, yeah. hey, I, I, I get a little uncomfortable with it, to be honest. But okay. so I just declaring that rule, it's like, fine. I think that right now the most what's more important that the construction workers get lemonade or that, that you get your reproductive, you know, right. autonomy Definitely. back. I mean, come I've on. I've been seeing this girl, right? Oh, this, this woman. Yeah. No kidding. Well, I mean, we haven't gotten t- down to it yet. Okay. But, like, we go out, you know, and right. I'm kind of working it up. You know, I don't want to. So so I said, so what's going on? You know, because she has these. She's also seeing some other guys. 
Um, and I think that she's a little more further along in her relationship with them than she is with me. Even though I actually got to the scene earlier, but everything takes its own time, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, everybody's different. Everybody's. So I was like, hey, so when do you think we might, like, you know, get it on and maybe move things up, you know, turn things up a little? And okay. She said, so well, right she, now. She forgive you for that attempted rape? I would hope that she would. She 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 told wow. me she you kind of very like close. Called, she did call me out on that, but wow. she also said that um, given what Alyssa Milano has said, she's just going to keep everything in a holding pattern right now. So the guys that she's seeing, who I guess she's having sex with, mm-hmm. she's just going to keep having sex with them, and at at the level that she's at with them, yes. And she's going to keep things at exactly the level that she's at with me, which I think is actually fair. Yeah. That way nobody's moving. It, it's kind of like in um, like the Indy 500. If, if like someone's in the break de- breaks down, then they, they, they wave a certain flag. So everybody keeps driving around the circle, but you don't pass. There's no passing. The what? 500 something? You know, what? The, the, like a car race. Oh, okay. And then, so we're in that kind of holding pattern. Like... We're all just going to continue. I'm going to keep taking her I, out for lunch. I think I see dinner. what you mean. I'm going to keep doing her laundry. Yeah. I'm not going to get to you, have sex with her. Those guys are not going to take her out to dinner. They're just going to have sex with her. But they are not going to take her out to dinner. Right. Because she's not changing any of the relationship statuses. So everything just, it's a stasis? Is that stasis. what that's called? Yeah. Status quo antebellum. And I think that makes status perfect sense. Status quo antebellum. Because everybody's going to interpret... Um, Alyssa Milano's instruction, her order, her, you know, whatever you want to call it, her her call to action right. a little bit differently. Because these guys were having sex with her. They're probably like, hey, can I take you out to dinner? She's going to be like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. It's a boundary. It's a boundary that we're yeah. not crossing. But with me, she does cross it. And she she probably doesn't tell them about what's going on at her office. Right. They're, they're, they're excluded. And what's going on oh, with her yeah. sister. She has all these issues with her Every, sisters. They're oh. so... They're always like grasping and like it's very comp and her friends. Oh, I get to hear is this about the one with the this. two snooty friends in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. But I get to hear everything about her office and the pol- the politics at her office yeah. are crazy. Suckers. I couldn't even tell you. Those guys are such suckers. They don't get to hear any of this. So they're re- in a way, I'm really let into her life that matters. Maybe right. they're let between her legs like that, Matt. But that doesn't really. That's just like yeah. anything could plug in there. You're like chewing on the panties of her heart. Yes. So in a way, I feel ve- I wouldn't trade where I'm at for anything. I mean, I mean, of course not, because you're the one that's really in. I wish I could tell you what's happening with her boss, but we'll, we'll save that for another time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got to be nuts. Uh, the Trump administration is fighting uh, for free speech online. So uh, this is well, this is a tweet, by the way, from the White House. So take it with a grain of salt. Oh boy! <laughs> they tweet. This was tweeted the other day, and I can't. Oh boy, the White House. It Jesus. says, "No matter no matter your views, if you suspect political bias has caused you to be censored or silenced online, we want to hear about it." Now, here's the problem. Yeah. While uh, a lot of right-wing people uh, and and maniacs who have been duly removed for using hate speech may be perfectly comfortable with going to Trump and saying, "Here's my name. Here's what uh, you know I said," you know, and they take screenshots and send it. They may be comfortable with that. Uh huh. I don't think anybody liberal or anybody with any sense in general, they're not going to be very comfortable with sending this information to Trump in the White House. I mean, come on. You might as well say, put me on a list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come and arrest me. Sure. So uh, they're going to get the results that they're wanting. Yep. All right wing. 
uh, being removed yep. from the platforms, but they were all duly removed. So I don't yes. know what's going to happen with that. I don't see. I don't see where free speech and hate speech are the same thing. How are you free to express hate? And these are companies. These are private companies. They're allowed to do whatever they want. Well, let's if not you don't forget like that. It, go start your own fucking company. Yeah. Go start your own internet. Go start your own internet. In fact, go start your own business where you can work and have a job. And probably maybe you should start a new name and a social security number yeah, because go ahead. You know, once it gets around, yes, that you said X, Y, and Z, and what yes. racist you are, then. Forget it. Yes. And I, you don't deserve the opportunity to make a living if somebody did something based on something you said. Yeah, or if somebody doesn't like you. Do you know that 307, or if somebody doesn't like you, why should you get to make a living if somebody doesn't well, if like somebody you? somebody doesn't like you for a good reason. No, yeah, of course. For a reason based on... On um, what other reason is there? I mean, that's the only reason people don't like each other. On non-love, I get furious about these things. Uh, so, oh, three hundred and seventy yeah. former federal prosecutors—they say that if Trump wasn't president, he would have been indicted. Yes, yes. These so, are prosecutors. These are people in power who know the law. Federal prosecutors, feds. How come they're not prosecutors anymore? What are they doing now? Well, they've probably gone on to work for, you know, more profitable companies and better situations. Or maybe they're going to work for, like, you know, maybe they're public defenders now. Maybe they're doing work, good work in the George Soros, like the Open Society. And they're soup kitchens, you know, even kitchens. even just spooning some... I mean, they get away from the rat race and the, and maybe. the, and the, the federal prosecutor maybe race. they're helping um, undocumented um, children get DACA status. Maybe they've become uh, defense attorneys and they're playing for the other team Hello. now. Nothing wrong with that. That's where the money's at. <laughs> we'll I'd look. like to do that. But, but if he wasn't president, he would be indicted. That's the point. Yes. You know, why does the president get so much leeway? It's crazy. You know, they give him all this slack. Trump can do anything be, he wants and no one questions it. No one questions the it. The president should be under, have a lower standard. It should be very easy to jail the president. Yes. He should be, like any congressman should be able to sign a piece of paper and have the president put in jail. Any of them. Even that wolf man down in Texas. He can't wait to put Trump in jail. Who's the wolf man? You know, the guy with the beard, and he's always, like, his beard goes all the way up to his eyeballs, and he's always talking about how we have to like, impeach the president and stuff. He's Wolf, like a representative. Wolfman Jack? His name's not Jack. He's a representative from Texas. If you type in representative from Texas looks like a wolfman, oh. I bet it'll bring it up. Well, how about, like, Seth Moulton or Eric Swalwell or, or like Adam Schiff? Oh, no, but all these other guys. Well, they could do it, too. But even the Wolfman is what I'm saying. Even him. Do you remember Wolfman Jack? Yeah, Wolfman Jack. That's how he talked. That guy was really cool. Yeah, he was he was cool in that 70s kind of way where you figure, like, he probably had underage girls. <laughs> Maybe. But you let it go, you know. <laughs> Back he, then, they were kind of chill about stuff like that. It was a little bit know. different, yeah. Like I Ro mean. Roman Polanski. And... Which I, I, I maintain he didn't do anything truly wrong because he's a foreign filmmaker. It's kind of true. And um, he did some good work. Was he involved with the Manson family in some way? He was part of them? Well, I mean, I'm not really sure about that. But if he was, I'm sure that it was in a good way. Now, 
here's something. Yeah, probably. Here's something that I, I that I don't know if you're aware Teammate. of, and it's such a huge step. Tell me. In kind of equalizing, potentially a lot of things. Uh, the College Board is the company that administers the SAT exam. Yeah. And now, um, my friend Scott. He got a 640 on the verbal and a 440 on the math. So anybody who says that uh, he's not smart enough to get a job, um, why don't they take it up with the college board? That's actually the problem with him. I understand he's overqualified. He's overqualified, and that's why he can't get it. Being overqualified is worse than being underqualified. You can't forget these things, but if you're underqualified, you can learn. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Once you know too much, you're kind of fucked. No, it's true. So the SAT exam... It's taken by about 2 million students a year. And it used to be, it used to be considered, you know, like fairness, high stakes uh, test and that right. kind of stuff. Well, now there's going to be a new rating. It's going to be included in the SATs. An ad- adversity score goes when, from 1 to 100. Why not a diversity score? That's exactly what it is. It's, it's supposed to promote diversity Oh, by getting the people who, because, you know, of course, the people who are... Uh, of color are the ones who have the most adversity. Mm-hmm. So they simply find the ones with the most adversity. And what I love about this is that the Supreme Court won't be able to do shit about it because it's not race based. Uh-huh. It's based on things that actually matter, like finances and how how high the crime level is where you yes. go, where you live, and and shit like that. You know, mm-hmm. there's like 15 different criteria. None of them are race. Whether your mom loves you. Yes, whether your mom loves you, whether she's a drug addict is one. How about yeah. if, like, your dad yells at you when you're on the roof? That's probably not in there. Because if you could be make... up on the roof and you're... First of all, that implies your dad is at home, oh. which means a little bit of privilege. A little bit of privilege. My Dude, dad stop chewing you... on your nails. Jesus. Dude, stop. Oh, my God, you're um, bleeding. Yeah. Are you nervous? Well, when I think about my dad yelling at me. Oof. See, I used to have this game on the roof. Please don't trigger yourself anymore by bringing that up. Where I would have a tennis ball, and I would kind of, like, bat it with my hand up the the slope, and then it would come rolling down, and I would have to get it before it landed in the gutter. Mm. That sounds fun. Yeah, I mean, I would just do it for a few hours. Mm. And, like, it was kind of fun. And um, a couple of times I sort of slipped and... Kind of um, broke the gutter, and so my dad would get really mad. Yeah, well, I mean, those gutters aren't cheap, I'm sure, but, you know, uh, yeah, don't break the fucking gutters. I mean, what can you say? Yeah, you no, know? I mean, it, look. It, I hate to be on it. his side on this one, but, you know, I mean, Jesus. Yeah, yeah but. I what couldn't... the fuck were you even thinking? Hey, hey, hey. That, dude, I mean, that's such. <laughs> oh, my. Mm. Didn't you, did your dad. Stay Or did he leave Well I had a bunch of different dads I see But um Some of them were uncles or dads The thing is I couldn't really play in the yard Because there were these These kids in the neighborhood Who would come and Take my ball away and stuff So Oh I, I had that happen oh, I, I really had that Yeah I would just stay on the roof mm-hmm. And that way um they, they didn't know where I was We had I had these dogs that would come into my yard 
And I would come out, I would try, I would walk out of the front door and I would go, you know, just a few steps out the door and they would and growl at me until, and these were just, they weren't even like my dog or anything, neighbor's oh. dogs or something. And they would growl at me until I went back inside. Yeah. And then sometimes I'd go out, I'd try to go out the back door. Yeah. Same thing. Different dog. That happened with me with a cat. <laughs> wow. People don't understand. Cats... Cats are scary. They're ready to fight. Cats are scary AF, man. They say that cats, if cats were bigger, they would eat us. Oh, yeah. And not even that much bigger. No. They're scary. I mean, almost any animal is scary when you think about it. I think they're scary. You know what the most scary animal of all is? Man. That's right. We've learned that from every nature special we've ever seen. It's true. Every time we were watching some kind of a show where there's an animal, it's kind of scary. Yeah. The most frightening animal of all, man. Whoa. They always do that. They always, like, lay it on you at the end. Well, it's kind of true. I mean, it's man who caused... And the I, deforestation. And I say man intentionally, not saying woman or people who can get pregnant... Not mankind. No, man, men man. have caused all this the, one like, man <laughs> have caused um, global warming, climate change, um, storms, carbon in the air, cloud cover, forest fires, uh, blizzards, yeah, tornadoes, sound pollution, hurricanes, motorcycles, motorcycles, uh, um, dust, the six pack holders in the ocean, allergies, dolphins dying of uh, AIDS. Polar bears swimming in the water. Sharks, the gist of caught in their teeth. Um, whales with like a whole dodge inside them. Bears that have half a dick. <laughs> All kinds of problems. It's, that's just in the animal kingdom. So yeah, we are the most dangerous animal of all. So fuck with us. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Bring it on. It's kind of true. What, and what about the Loch Ness Monster? Yeah, what about that? That's the scariest animal of all. How do you suppose it has it the really... long nest? Wouldn't you like to hear that just once when you're watching some show like that? What the most dangerous animal of all, the Loch Ness monster? No, but seriously, are you pretty convinced? Of, what is the deal with the Loch Ness monster? Well, I think that they serve a lot of whiskey in Scotland. <laughs> are there more than one? Like, how does it reproduce? Well, I think... Or is it just really old? No, I really do think it's just a legend. And I think that, you know, over the years, uh, they probably didn't have much of a way to get people to come to Loch Ness. It's just a bunch of boring white people. Mm. So if they want anybody cool to come there, they have to be like, hey, sea monster. Oh, you know, I get it. Otherwise, there's never any flavor. You ever see these red-headed Scottish chicks with all the freckles? Yeah. That's real pretty, right? Sure. And then you've got this red-headed dude from Scotland. Oh, You're boy. like, boy, that is like a travesty. That's sad. Take your Ralph Mouth-looking ass out of here. Hey, you know what? Speaking of which, the 50th anniversary of the uh, moon landing hoax is coming up. Oh, that'll be cool. What do you think we should do about that? I don't know. Maybe we should fake our own moon landing. Fake our own death? <laughs> well, I mean, why fake it? <laughs> Suicide pact. You might be onto something there, man. I mean, but it's a long weekend. Did I ever tell you about this girl? She was like, I don't know if you're crazy or a genius. <laughs> Too woke to fuck. <laughs>